Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 24 for me and season 28 for George. This is day 22 of season 96. The first question asks us for a name of a combination of aromatic spices used in Indian cooking, which translated into English means hot spices. You know, I really couldn't think of anything else this could be besides uh, garam masala, um, which I know a masala is like a melange of spices. Um, and so I just assumed that these ones that are listed are definitely um, the types of spices that are in garam masala um, because they're all kind of warming spices. They're, um, you know, cinnamon, cardamom, peppercorns, cloves, all those things that might make your mouth tingle a little bit or kind of feel like a slightly warm sensation. Um, and so, yeah, the, this is garam masala. Yeah, I also figured kind of the same thing. Um, I figured masala comes up enough in Indian cooking generally that it could easily just be the generic spices. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a combination of things. Um, and I figured hot could be garam. Sure. Go with garam masala. And that was the correct answer. Question two gives, gives us the titles of uh, several different works of literature and asks, what city are they all set in? So I couldn't uh, key in on any of these. None of them, to me, really rang of a particular city. Okay. Uh, especially because I mistook the jungle for Cannery Row for some reason. Oh, uh, which I did figure, oh, well, Cannery Row was Steinbeck, and Steinbeck wrote about, like, the San Francisco area. Mm. So I'm going to say San Francisco. And I kind of looked at some of the other ones and thought, eh, maybe. I mean, Humboldt uh, is, a, is a name associated with Northern California. Okay. There's a, there's a Humboldt right. County yeah. there, et cetera. Uh, I figured the man with the golden arm, uh, I feel like that was about heroin. <laughs> uh, and it, it was it, But it was, it was like a noir thing. Uh, back in the 40s and so, and a lot of the noir uh, classics were set on the West Coast. Ah, yeah. Uh, in L.A. And, and the like, just because that was kind of a new place for this new genre. Okay. Uh, so, I, so I thought, yeah, okay, that could be there too. Uh, and the other ones I just didn't know well enough to, mm. to be able to guess where they might have been. Right. So that was why I went with San Francisco. Um, by contrast, the only one that I really did recognize in this list as far as geographically was the jungle, um, which is the, um, you know, sort of novelized expose of Chicago's meat, mm-hmm. uh, meat packing industry. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm forgetting the author of it at this point. Sinclair. Um, yeah, that's right. Upton Sinclair. Um, and I was dead certain that that one was Chicago. Um, I didn't have any other reason to think the other ones weren't that. Um, I know Sister Carrie's by Theodore Dreiser. I don't know much about that. Time Traveler's Wife, Audrey Nithnegger. I haven't read it. Um, I, you know, none of these, you know, a few of them I didn't recognize. Um, I know Native Son, but I, again, was blanking on the author. So I really just kind of leaned on, I know the jungle is about Chicago, like just mm-hmm. the most um, yep. indelibly, I guess, about that industry. So that's what I put down. Mm-hmm. That was correct. 
question three asks us for a company uh, about whom Francis Hogan leaked a lot of internal documents and then testified to Congress about in October of 2021. Yes, and it notes that the uh, parent company for for the one that she worked for rebranded later in that month. And that one, if I um, if I hadn't had that clue in there, I think I would still have gotten this, but I'm I, that really clinched it for me that this was Facebook, which then the parent company rebranded to Meta um, uh, soon after that. And so knowing that Francis Hogan was testifying about it when it was Facebook, um, uh, that's what I put down. Um, and this is just about how, you know, all, all of the misdeeds of Facebook were pretty much laid bare in those documents, as far as I recall. Um, especially politically speaking, I want to say. Um, and so, yeah, this is just a, a good current events uh, question from, you know, the past few years um, that was definitely like a, a notable one in that it was a woman testifying mm -hmm. um, as well as it's, you know, an extremely uh, ubiquitous mm -hmm. company. So I put down Facebook. Uh, I thought that this was about the uh, opioid pandemic, and it was about oh. the the Sacklers and their quest to hook the entire world mm. on their drugs. And so I tried to remember, was that Purdue Pharmaceuticals? Mm. And I thought, well, did they rebrand? I don't know, but it would make sense for them to. Or they like tried to spin off something to like concentrate all the liability in a company oh, that could go yeah, bankrupt they, or right. some nonsense or they did try that. so they could keep their billions and say oh no the com the company that did it you know has no money so everybody's out of luck we oh darn we keep all our money mm -hmm. um and so i said purdue okay it was facebook and i think part of the reason that i didn't is and i don't want to be like the, oh i knew this but like <laughs> all the revelations in Hogan's leaks and testimony was mm -hmm. all things that everybody knew they were doing anyway. Yes. Like it was just proof uh -huh. of a lot of the things. But but I, I remember uh, not directly seeing the testimony, but reading a lot of the stories about it, mm -hmm. uh, both the leaks and the testimony and, and all that. And just the whole thing being so, I don't want to say underwhelmed, because what she did <laughs> took a lot of courage. Yeah. And uh, it, it was good that it got out in the public eye and it was good that the Senate had some level of uh, oversight on it and some hearings. Uh, but I remember even at the time thinking, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Like, you know, the, the I feel like when we learned about some of the stuff that Purdue was doing with, uh, with Oxy and the like, that there was at least some level of surprise, like, wow, you know, they, mm -hmm. they knew way earlier mm -hmm. and like way before they admitted it or that anybody said anything and just, so yeah, that, I think the Facebook stuff just kind of bounced off my brain at the time because it was all just very, wow, this is really important that this whistleblower is telling us all these things that we were all certain of. Yeah. I, you know, uh, my impression of it, um, it, it being a couple, you know, almost a couple years in the past is that there's sort of like um, having stuff happen on Facebook because people are taking advantage of your algorithms or, mm -hmm. you know, or, or realizing that they can weaponize these things or whatever it might be. And there's kind of 
knowing internally yourselves that mm-hmm. this is happening, yeah. which I think is a bit more what her testimony really spoke to, like those internal documents suggested, mm-hmm. yep, we know we're kind of ruining democracy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and these things are, you know, terribly unethical. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of the, the impact that I think her testimony had and she intended to have. Um, that's just kind of my impression of it. It's, you know, it has been long enough that it's a little bit blurring and I didn't pay super much attention to it at the time for the same reasons you speak of. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, we kind of knew Facebook was doing this evil stuff. And so just having that final confirmation of yeah. they knew yeah. pretty much how evil the stuff they were yeah. doing was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you know, that, that kind of clinches that maybe there should be some regulatory action here and it shouldn't be just kind of a, sure. a self-policing thing. Yep. So, all right. Uh, moving on to question four, uh, we are asked for the uh, city in central Portugal. It shares a name with the daughter of the prophet Muhammad and has had uh, several apparitions of Mary. Uh, this was Fatima. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the things I picked up when I was studying uh, Iraq. Ah. Uh, was the daughter of the, uh, you know, I also studied Islam uh, in preparation of going there. Uh, and uh, that was just one of the things I picked up was that Fatima was Muhammad's daughter. Uh-huh. Um, and that, so that really clued me in and the rest of it fit like, yeah, I seem to remember that there were, there was these, uh, these apparitions and that it, that she became Our Lady of Fatima and it was Fatima Portugal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my initial read through, I was kind of thinking, oh, is this Lords? And then I thought, no, Lords is in France. And then kind of read again, like, oh, the Muhammad thing. Yeah, Fatima. Yeah, this one is kind of like drawing together a couple threads that I know I have read about in passing. Um, you know, the, the apparitions of Mary taking place in Portugal, I knew that was Fatima. And oh, yeah, that's also the, the uh, name of Muhammad's daughter. Um, and that, you know, Our Lady of Fatima is, is one of Mary's titles, like, like it says. Um, so yeah, this was just kind of like gelling together a few, uh, different bits of information that were already somewhere in my brain. So I also put down Fatima. And that was correct. Question five asks us what country known to its natives as Druk Yul has been known as the Hidden Holy Land, the Lotus Garden of the Gods, and the Southern Valley of Medicinal Herbs. Yes, and it notes that uh, Drukul means the Kingdom of the Thunder Dragon, um, which turned out to be the key clue in this for me, because these uh, um, the names used by other countries for this country kind of locates this for you in... um, Central East Asia, I guess, mm-hmm. um, in that area of Nepal, Tibet, uh, Bhutan, you know, India, like the Himalayas, um, that kind of area. And so I went back and forth between, you know, I ruled out Tibet because that's, I think there would be some indication of it being a disputed area or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't think like that. That didn't quite uh, fit the clues. So I, for a long time, I was thinking it might be Nepal. Um, you know, Lotus Garden of the Gods sounds like a very elevated place where you'd have, you know, you might have um, these, you know, lofty mountain peaks and so on. 
um, but they didn't quite sit with me. And the Kingdom of the Thunder Dragon, for whatever reason, made me think of Bhutan. Um, and I couldn't totally place why. Like, I, I kind of um, searched around for, like, um, where do I know that, like, large species of lizards live or something like that. It, and that didn't quite lead anywhere. Um, and so I was, I was debating between Nepal and Bhutan, basically, um, based on the previous names, the Holy Land, Lotus Garden of the Gods, etc. That sounds like someplace like Nepal, where you have people, um, where it's kind of secluded away from things. Um, and what really struck me finally was that it was, uh, the, the native name is Kingdom. And I knew that Bhutan is a kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't think Nepal was. So based on that, I that tipped me in favor, not super confidently, of Bhutan. Uh, I also kind of thought this, but couldn't get to the final step. I oh. thought Nepal, and I thought, no, that doesn't, that doesn't quite work for all this. Um, but the problem is I have a mental... Uh, block thing, uh, sort of the the fact version of prosopagnosia that <laughs> Brunei and Bhutan are the oh. same thing in my brain, mm -hmm. except I know that Brunei is on an island in mm -hmm. Southern mm -hmm. Asia, so that's Bhutan, and clearly Bhutan does not fit these these nicknames, oh, or because it's on an island in Asia. Ah, frustrating. So, yeah. So I had to go back to Nepal and, and figured, well, it's close enough. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> like this answer, but I can't think of that, that other place. It's not Tibet. Because mm -hmm. um, we, we've had a question about Tibet, and Thorsten was very careful to not call it a country. Right. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll go with Nepal. The correct answer is Bhutan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Trixie. Mm -hmm. Uh, finally, question six asks us to identify a town in Cornwall um, that was a popular 1880s resort destination and yet also associated with comic piracy. This one took me a few minutes, but it was my shower mm. uh, thought. Cause it was sure. Comic piracy. I know I know this has got to be a thing. I, I know that the, this, is, <laughs> this is definitely a thing that I just can't think of what even kind of the reference is. I was thinking, like, the pirates in the Asterix cons. No, that's clearly not. <laughs> I was in the shower, and I was like, comic pirates? What the heck is a pirate? Oh, Pirates of Penzance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Was that, is that a town in Cornwall as well? well? That doesn't make any... I guess it could be. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen the Pirates of Penzance. I don't know what the reference is to. So, sure, yeah, it could be a town in Cornwall. And then the contemporaneous and contemporary uh, association was like, yeah, okay, 1880s. That was when Gilbert and Sullivan were working. So sure, yeah, well, I'll go with Penzance. I had much the same train of thought there. Um, it took me a while to kind of convince myself that Gilbert and Sullivan, like that was the right time period for them. Because uh, for whatever reason, I put all musical theater, including comic, opera, operetta, whatever, into the 20th century and beyond. I don't know why that's... You know, I, I, I can't picture it happening in the 19th century in some way, mm -hmm. um, but it certainly makes sense that, that 
that would be a, an appropriate time frame for them. I also had to um, kind of brush away the immediate thought about comic piracy uh, as contemporary culture goes. Mm -hmm. Makes me think of my flag means death, or yeah, our yeah, flag yeah. means death, excuse me. Okay. Um, and yet I thought, I, you know, that's by people from, I think, New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, and so I didn't think that that was probably set in Cornwall. You know, that that was yeah, based no out idea. of there. We, we, we haven't watched it. Yeah, I, um, I've heard good things about it, but it's it's not been on our roster of TV watching. Um, but I thought, you know, the fact that that's set so far away from Cornwall, I, I, I presumably, um, you know, I'm just assuming that that would be kind of a reach for um, for that to be associated with the show. So I went, you know, back towards the uh, idea of or rather towards the idea of, well, what's comic piracy? Um, again, you know, I know that, that the Pirates of Penzance is a light comic operetta or opera. I can't remember which term is specifically appropriate for that. Um, but I thought, much like you did, could that be a town in Cornwall? Sure, why not? <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's otherwise, I don't think, has much of a claim to fame. Um, and so I thought... Yeah, that kind of makes sense that, you know, if you're going to be kind of a merry little romp about piracy, um, then it should be associated with a very, you know, sleepy resort destination type of thing. Um, and that would be a, a cute irony to be part of the, um, the, the um, you know, plot of the play. Um, and so, yeah, I thought, Penzance, let's go with that. And that was correct. It's wow. like three on the day. Yet another. Like, That's and rough. you. I beard it for the third thirst. time in a row, you third guys. Unprecedented. Yeah. I I was very surprised to have just this run of uh, luck with as far as knowing or, or wandering mm -hmm. into the questions. So um, I I don't know what to say. I guess maybe I'm uh, fit for Arundel this season. So <laughs> um yeah, I, you know, I, uh, I, I, I don't think I've ever beard three times in a row before. No. I've definitely had two in a row, but that's mm -hmm. been pretty rare. Yep. Um, and so this is, I think this makes me up to about a six pack of beers on the season, uh, um, or, or close to it. I, I haven't looked it up specifically. I know I had at least two others prior to this week. Yep, this is um, your sixth. Yeah, that's that's just. Beerception. I didn't know I'd ever uh, get to that. I think that's probably my record uh, for any season, and so um, that's that's always a great feeling uh, going into the last few days coming up here. Uh, three more match days to go, and and that might just keep me out of relegation, which would be quite the novelty. Yeah. Um, and so, so that was exciting, and another day where I didn't really expect, you know. I thought one of these could easily trip the wrong way, especially Bhutan or, you know, Penzance or mm -hmm. uh, possibly even uh, Chicago if I had misremembered something. But, um, but yeah, just kind of hitting a good spot, hitting a good stride um, with the questions lately. So that's it's nice to have that happen once in a while. Indeed. Well, that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. And remember, don't forfeit, don't cheat.